it's a little stock. Base all, take one. It's a big old fat motherfucker called. Blazing buzzer buttons. Big rigor inspection, spatial. Under my feet. Huh? Look, the biggest heavy band of all time. I wouldn't ask you to do a drum roll if your arm fell off. There was an incident with uh, the pyrotechnics. And Kirk! Squillions of dollars and squillions of people. How the fuck are you, Lars? Piddly wants and wills and needs. Lars Ulrich, drums and bongs. What the fuck does that mean anyway? I hate that fucking camera, man. Well, since we started. I'm talking about like a fucking live gig. You see this for, right? What really gets my dick hard. Mommy. Hey everybody, this is Peter Milivojevic. I'm the creator of the Carl Ken Lawrence guitar. And you're listening to N Podcast for All. Back to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. Ain't got no job. Ain't got no smoke. <laughs> Shane Aroki in full effect right out the gate. I love it. With all the Dave news lately, I today I had to run a ton of errands. I got to go back to work tomorrow for a week. I was running a ton of errands, flying around town in the Tesla, and Breadline, not Bread Fan, but Breadline <laughs> came on the old whatever station I listen to, Satellite Wise. Yeah. Sniffing up the white lines. Gee, I wonder what that's about. A little bit of risk era there. He's dan- he's dancing on the bread line. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> there you go. You should start a tribute band. You ever been in one of those? Uh, a couple times. <laughs> when you sing like Mustaine, you have to pretend you have a sinus infection. Yeah, get- like, yeah, <laughs> clench your nose. You got to get some serious phlegm back in those nostrils. Sniffing up the white line. <laughs> That's good. I think That's you a should great th- song, but it's... Go ahead. I was going to say, you should throw on a wig, get a flying V, and front just, the band. Just how that song starts off. Ain't got no job, ain't got no smoke. When he wrote that, he was a multimillionaire, and he's trying to sound homeless. Well, he fucking smoked up his stash. He ain't got no smoke. Well, he, he smoked that hash out of the ground with Lars back in 81. And he's still trying to get some more. <laughs> good to see you, man. It's good to see you, too. We are uh, here in Thanksgiving week, the holiday week. Uh, I bet you could use a cool one. Now you're talking. That's not a beer I cracked, but a another round of zero sugar sun-kissed orange on a monday night november 21st 11:07 p.m and i've got the uh yield yeti with ice water because dude every you, time you i know see you I ro- every time i see you rocking that yeti it reminds me of the uh snake bite camo esp it looks just like it i'd love to have that guitar well, i would too for the low low price of 45 million dollars it's 
a little out of my price range, so I might have to take two of them. I um, speaking of forty-five million dollars, I got a check today for forty-three thousand dollars. So you went straight to the nearest casino and you put it all on double zero, right? <laughs> Not red or black, but double zero, 36 to one odds. That's, that sounds like a great idea. Just straight to the point, go for the big money. I think so. And when it doesn't land on there, I'll be $43,000 in the hole for putting a new roof and fence and siding on my home. That stuff is overrated. I don't really think you need it. It's not like there's going to be any more hurricanes anytime soon, at least for a few months, hopefully. Yeah, hurricane season over. So let's go straight to the casino and just, you know, live a little bit. Blow it all, play some blackjack, you know, have some fun. Have some drinks. (laughs) See some things. (laughs) I was never a good blackjack player. It's hard counting to 21 these days. Math is hard. What about horse betting? Go to the Mm. track. No, never been into that either. The track's cool, don't get me wrong. I just I just never gotten into it. Fair enough. I, I actually re- oh, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say I wanna go and see like the Kentucky Derby someday. I wanna bet on some big time horses. I think that'd be kinda cool. Some big time gambling. Yeah, of like, you know, hey, you know, I'll throw five bucks in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think the minimum bet at the Kentucky Derby is probably five grand. <laughs> okay, well then five grand is what I'm betting. <laughs> just you to just say sh- I did it. You just show up with the BMW and go, all that on horse number 11. <laughs> Put this car on that horse. I think when you bet on horses, you have you, the it's called show and place. Mm-hmm. There's like first, second, and third. I don't, I don't know what they're called. That shows you how much I know about horse racing. It's cool, like... Canterbury Downs and Minneapolis area I've been to a couple times. I just I never got into it. Yeah, it's little people on big animals. I, I don't know what to tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh good boy. <laughs> I like playing roulette because then I get to control my odds. I like roulette too. Roulette and blackjack are the two that I, I enjoy. I just like throwing down a hundred dollar bill on red or black on Okay, I know I've got 50-50 odds here. And then I like throwing down $5 chips on random numbers going, okay, the more numbers I cover, the better we're going to do here. So it's my fault if this doesn't work. If you think about it, 50-50 odds, that, that is your best odds you're going to get at any casino. A 50% chance. <laughs> 50% chicks in the house. That's the sign of making it at the roulette table. There you go. See, now you're talking. Oh, dude. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. Happy Thanksgiving to the rest of the world that tunes in to and podcast for all every week. Season mm-hmm. 10, episode 6. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm the only one in the world that does not get a nice five-day weekend out of this holiday. I will be working the entire stretch. It's the life you live, man. It's the way of the road, or I guess the way of the air. The way of the air, of the airways. The airways. So you're going to be drinking your, well, you're drinking tequila now. Tequila and turkey, and I will be sober at 39,000 feet delivering your packages to some random city all weekend. You know, I'll probably be drinking some water in turkey, but tequila maybe later on. 
maybe tomorrow night I'll have some tequila. I'm going to a concert. Amanda and I are. Nice. What show? Having a little date night. We're going to see Bad Omens. They're You've never all, heard of them. They're all over Octane right now. They're really? Coming, yeah. They're coming with a band called Dayseeker, which I'm a big fan of as well. That It was at the Caboose and then sold out so quickly that they moved it over to Skyway. And Whoa. then it's sold out completely there, too. That's going to be solid. And Skyway's a pretty pretty big venue. Sniffing up the skyline. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Date night at the big rock show on a Tuesday On a night. Tuesday, yeah. That's, That's not awesome. rock and roll. You got to work Wednesday or you got it off? No, I got to work Wednesday, but then I got Thursday and Friday off. You know, I get paid for it. So, And I still got some. That works. I still got some vacation time left over from Hilton Head, so I think I'm just going to use it for. It works for my day off tomorrow, and we're all good. Now Bob's I know your you. uncle. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you've had some time to get back home from the wedding. You know, transition from Hilton Head, amazing life to frozen snow, Minneapolis yeah. life. Have you the struggle had, is real. The, the struggle within is real. Have you had it? Have you had a chance to open up your wedding gifts? We've gone through. I think we've gotten through most of it. Uh, it's a lot yes. of work. I remember those years. Yes, we had definitely. We went through, um, opened all the cards, and opened up a a package from Wilson. <laughs> all right, that's what I'm checking on. You got a package from Wilson from FedEx. A package from Wilson from FedEx. It looked like Wilson had come from the from the club. <laughs> there was lots and lots and lots of bills in there. We thought it was hilarious and actually counted every single one of them. There you go. <laughs> I didn't forget this stuff went in there. That came out to an even number. It came out to a yep a solid number. So okay, cool. Many thanks. And oh, the welcome. drawing that was on the FedEx box was great. I <laughs> fucked it up though. I, f- I didn't look at anything when I did it. I just traced my hand. Oh, right. <laughs> and, then, and then I realized that when you look at him, the thumb wasn't traced. It's the four fingers that makes his head and the hair. Yeah, that's So right, my though. thumb stuck out. So as, as I was tracing it with a red marker, halfway through it, I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> shit. And obviously, I stole that box from work, and it was right before we left the house. I'm like, it's going to have to be what it is. <laughs> oh, well, it only made sense that it came in that box, too. When you saw that, you're probably like, what the hell is this? I definitely had a good idea of who it was from when I saw it. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure we know who the sender is of this. It was awesome. Many thanks. Of course, man. Uh, let's talk a little bit Metallica. We're nine minutes in. Uh, we get some mail from time to time. We get right. a lot of mail, but we get mail that says, can you guys stop start talking about Metallica earlier in the show? And my response is just no. We You've got, we got, got we mail. Got, we Yeah. <laughs> AOL and the little world used to turn. Like the movie. Wasn't that Tom Hanks? I don't remember. You've got mail? I never saw that movie. Sorry. I, it wasn't very good. A lot of his stuff isn't good. Hey, I do like a couple of Tom movies. Well, Turner Tom. and Hooch? I do like Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Big? Come on. Yeah, I think about that too. <laughs> um. So you want to talk about w- emails or you want to talk about Metallica? Well, I like the emails because we already started with that. Obviously, there's people that 
they want to air their grievances to they us, do. so we should air our dirty laundry to here's, the public. Here's the problem with the mail. You and I love hate mail and firing up the old hate train inbox. Mm. We don't we don't get a lot of hate. It, there's the occasional hate that you and I laugh at. There's the occasional hate that's just full of just douchebag 101. But most of our mail now I'm going to get some hate mail because I'm saying this. And I haven't <laughs> I haven't said this in a while. Most of our mail, which is pretty hefty on a daily basis, is just people, good old fans, listeners, and friends that just want to talk about Metallica via email. Oh, right. So they don't necessarily want to talk to us. They just want to email us. Should yeah. we read their email? Maybe we should read their emails or get that producer that we've been talking about to read the emails to us, and then we'll respond. The producer on the God mic. Right, exactly. And then we'll respond to their email. So it's like we're having a conversation, but they're not actually there. This might, hey, I think people do these things. They do. But when you read these emails, it's just when you read it on the show, it's boring. It's like, dude, how many times do you think you've listened to Leper Messiah in your life? Hit reply. (laughs) Maybe you think it's boring, but the people listening are curious. Curious George. Did you ever notice the the flubbed note in the fifth verse of fucking Disposable Heroes at time mark 652? There is a flub in That Was Just Your Life, if you listen closely. On one side. Solo or riff? The rhythm. It's like, I don't know if it was a flub or a, a fuck up in the master, but if you listen closely and I don't. I Maybe have. it was the heartbeat. No, it's oh, the there's dun- a flub. If you listen closely, I don't remember when it is, but it's like you can kind of hear it's a little fucked up. It's a little janky on one side. Oh, you have AFib. <laughs> oh, oh, there's the there's the fuck up. Find that riff and send it to me. I have actually never noticed that. I will find the section. I'll listen to it after we do this episode, and I'll send you the. So time every time stamp. you hear that song, you can hear the flub. Absolutely. Why? Especially listen to it with headphones on. That's what you'll really hear. That's it. the problem. I don't listen to tunes with phones on. Yeah, you've got some good phones on right now. Just use those just to listen to it so you can hear it and you're gonna be like, holy fuck. Every time you hear it, oh, you're, gonna think of, you're gonna think about it. James, Fiddleman, what were you thinking? Rick Rubin, God. Rick, why were you sleeping? Oh, flipping idiot. If you would have been awake. What the flip was Kirk doing at the dunes? What the flip was Rick doing on the couch? Jeff, apparently there's a lot you don't know. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Six you know, dollars. It's like a dollar an hour. Appar- <laughs> apparently there's a lot we don't know still to this day, including uh, Dave saying that he still needs some money. Some some due money, Dude, <laughs> some royalties. <laughs> in the last week, the articles from the Blabbermouth, Metal Injection, Metal Edge, you can probably name a lot more than I can. It, oh, Dave said he had a project going with James, and then it got shot down. Oh, Dave says there needs to be another big four. Dave says he's been trying to get together with James and Lars. I'm like, are you that bored, or you just need that much attention? Because 90% of that, I don't, I don't believe any of it my opinion or what is it you know good old-fashioned journalism maybe people are digging the stuff up and asking him and then he responds to it and then it gets 
I I'd I like don't know. to. Th- it's hard to believe. Did well, him and James really have a project, and it was gonna go somewhere, and then it got squashed due to money? Who knows? Who knows? We just need yeah. to have Dave on the show, and we'll clear all these question marks. Up. Lars maybe wanted his twenty five percent, just like the comment of the article I sent you about Jimmy Page <laughs> thinking Kirk Hammett was a bum and giving him five dollars, and then someone comments on it. Lars would still want his twenty five percent. The comment was better. <laughs> I saw that, and I'm like, I don't know what's funnier. <laughs> Jimmy Page hands Kirk Hammett $5 thinking he's a bum. Lars wants his 25% cut. <laughs> that was classic. But, dude, seriously, every day this week, I haven't talked to you in a week, there's been Mustaine versus Metallica news. Well, this is actually like, going to... This l- is stupid. This is going to lead into my voting for all. I had a couple different ideas, but with this article and... Well, the many articles that have been out recently. My question to you is, hypothetically, let's say James and Dave did have a little project. Yeah, we were sniffing up the white lines, Jeff. Would you be interested in it or would you want them to just stay separate? And that's the vote. Would I be interested in a Mustaine Hetfield project or just avoid it altogether? Yes. Or correct. <laughs> you're dancing on the <laughs> You're dancing on the bread line while they're writing bread fan. <laughs> because I ain't got no smoke. Um Um oh, oh, Let me choose my words carefully here. Um Um Well if um, you ask Lars so he's like, gonna probably um, say no. To hear Hetfield and Mustaine collaborate together. Even if it was just an EP. Four songs. Okay. Present day, 22. 22. Leading into, yeah, right now they're recording it. Release it, 23. Okay. Um, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. And I know there's some people out there that are probably going to disagree and say, nope, just leave it be. Because there is that risk of risk. You just said it exactly. Dance it's, it's like the, the it's like the Metallica line. Lou Reed thing. You you know you're taking a chance whenever you step outside that comfort zone. Yeah, but ninety nine percent of us want to hear Mustaine over Lou Reed riffs. Well, yeah, I'm not trying to compare Dave and okay. Lou, but I'm just saying you know it's that. But yeah, I would love to hear Dave's writing ability. You put the the most aggressive, quote-unquote, uh, down-picker of all time with one of the most technical rhythm players mm-hmm. of that time. You've mentioned this before. Exactly, yeah. You put them together, there's going to be some... It's going to be an album of riffing. <laughs> yeah, you got Riff God number one and Riff God number two, in my opinion. And it would be great to hear their voices recorded. I'd like to hear them both singing. I wouldn't want it to just be all James or all mm-hmm. Dave or even a different singer with with those two just playing guitar. Like It would be great to hear both of them kind of trade off. Kirk and Rob would be like, all right, Dave, when it gets to this part, you have to go, wah, wah. No, dude, you, you brought this up before. I've thought about it a lot. Just watching... Just hearing a demo of those two guys jam together and just kind of like a riff tape collection of them would be amazing. Mm-hmm. You could have an unreleased, it wouldn't even be a song, it'd be just two guys riffing with 
ideas and you'd probably sell a million copies because it would be that probably entertaining. Well, not only that, I'm sure majority of the people out there are curious to know what could have been with those two being in a band together. Yes. Put all the bullshit aside, yes. all the drama, all everything. Do it for the fans. Do it for, well, do it for themselves, but do it for the fans. You know, I think it's something that a lot of people would be interested in. I also think there should be another big four. I don't, because Slayer is done. And I don't like Anthrax. I like Anthrax. I like Slayer. I like Mega. I like, I like all of them, but I don't want to see Slayer come back just for a big four no. one-off or a tour. No, though. Just call up a Venseb folder Volbeat. So I, I definitely tap out on that idea. So it would be the big 3.1. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we could do the big four with the newly reformed Pantera. I'm actually getting excited about that. Except there's not Charlie's any... post the other day. Yeah, the, the post it got me pumped up. I'm but... ready. I'm what are, what are you not pumped about? The fact that it's not coming to America. Did you look at all the tour dates? It's all in uh, wait other a countries. No, it's coming here. As of now, I I have to double check if there if there is be. if there is something coming here. It's maybe one or two, but I could have swore when really? I looked at the dates. It's all like this South American. I, I mean, I'm sure they'll they'll bring it here, but as of now, it seems like it's just festivals and you know. If it's coming here, I'm going. That's how excited I am for this project. Oh, I'm definitely going. Just imagine Definitely. that set list. You know it's going to be, I hate to say this, it's going to be mostly hits, but that set list well, is going to be so fucking course. straightforward badass. Yeah, it's going to be That's Cowboys a greatest hit show walk. that you want to go listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hostile. <sighs> Domination. I'm broken. I don't know how much of the Cowboys era that Phil's going to be able to sing well. I think vulgar on even far beyond driven on i think he can he, he can, can handle that. it i was going through the car wash today listening to pantera i just want them to play yesterday don't mean shit i would say still to this day if anyone asked me what is the heaviest riff known mm-hmm. to mankind it would mm-hmm. be that song it's that to me it's the epitome of a metal riff there's something about it it's got groove it's chunky you know what i mean i agree Dime I want to hear both suicide, suicide Note Part 1 and Part 2. Part 1 and 2. <laughs> In order. Who knows? Maybe they'll pull it out just, just for the fuck of it. I'm looking forward to seeing... You know the footage from every one of those shows is going to be fucking powerful, dynamite, and tight. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have quite a bit of pro shot footage. Did you get your Funko Pop Master of Puppets playset, Jeffrey? No, but I wanted to get the Clark one, the <laughs> Christmas vacation with the house. And- no, um, the Funko house, and then I think separately you can get Eddie's RV. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And it's almost Christmas time, so it'd be perfect. Have you seen the um, Clark and Ellen? Audrey and Rusty, they're they're four different figures, but they're connected together, and they do the whole spiel when they're out cutting down the tree. Oh, really? Button, 
and whenever they talk, they light up underneath. Aaron Ginther sent me a video a couple days ago of it. It's amazing. Oh, dude, that's worth it right there. It is so cool. I'll send it to I'd you. leave that out year round. Yeah, why Why would you do Yeah, you're going to have that out for 30 days a year or year round. Take your pick. That should be the vote. <laughs> How long would you leave Cousin Eddie's RV up on your mantle? Speaking of, there's a Christmas vacation game. Like a, it's, well, it's not a board game, but it's like a dice game with cards and dice, and you roll the dice in a Marty Moose eggnog cup. Oh, with the the moose, like the eggnog uh, glass? Like the eggnog, yeah. Oh, my God. And it's a game. It's like, I, I was going to buy it just for the hell of it. I don't even know what you do. And it, you, like, you have, like I said, you have some cards, you have some dice. Yeah, doesn't cup. matter. I just want the I just want the glass. I just want the cup. Just Eddie, the can I fill your eggnog? <laughs> Eddie, can I fill your eggnog up for you? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave it for dead. No, no I'm doing just I'm fine. I'm doing Clark. just fine, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. And now that we're getting to that time of year, we're going through watching oh. all of the all the Christmas movies, of course. So, mm-hmm. but as I get closer to Christmas, I'm saving you know that one as we get closer, along with like Scrooged and. All, all of the classics. I have so much to circle back here. Before I forget, this is not in my notes for tonight. In the same week, The Christmas Story and The Goonies House are both up for sale on the market as we speak. That's insane. Are you going to buy either one of them? Come on. Come on now. That's Come on, I, I should take my insurance check for my new roof. Down payment. Down payment on The Goonies House. Or The Christmas Story House. There's, you know. The Goonies house is $1.4 million. The Christmas Story house properties and gift shop said it'll be in the eight figures for its final number. Now, I can't count high, but eight figures means $10 million plus. Wow, and I thought Goonies would crush it. I, I, I right. was going to say, when you said eight, I was going to say 800000 <laughs> But you and I have been to that Cleveland complex where you have you have the Bumpus house. Yep. You have Ralphie's house. Yep. You have that incredibly large home that had like all the props and, and all yeah. like the all the outfits and that shit. There was Remember the gift the, shop with the garage. The gift shop was huge with the old man's Oldsmobile and the fire truck. Yep. So you're buying so you get like all five or that. six properties on that block, which is not cheap. And I'm sure it does well, especially with the fact that there's a new movie out. I look Christmas up a story Christmas. Yeah, that, that, that's you, good point. You, I didn't even think have, about that. Have you watched the new one yet? I have not. Should I? I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my list. Definitely gonna have to check it out. Ralphie's all grown up. Well, while I'm slaving away this week, you watch that in your downtime and let me know. I'll report back. Will do, Raj. Goonies and Christmas Story. <laughs> if I would have won that Powerball for two billion a couple weeks ago, it both. Been, it would have been just a drop in the bucket. You'd have bought both. You would live at both and also turn them into like if I I would live there. I'd own it. And then I would also, when I'm not there, be like, all right, people can tour it and still a I'm know. worth two billion and Metallica is <laughs> gonna play a private set on the front porch of the Goonies deck there. While I yeah. set up and recreate the exact <sighs> contraption where the chicken laid the egg and where the truffle shuffle took place to have the gate open like metallica you like money right all right well we'll give you a lot of money to do a truffle shuffle (laughs) truffle shuffle 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 set list and kirk 
there is one mandatory requirement. You have to nail the helpless solo. Sorry, you, bud. You have to play it exactly like you did that one time. <laughs> if you don't, Jeff is in Metallica. I'm in. You're out. Can I go way back to last week's and voting for all before I forget? Yes. Circle on back. Would you rather hear Master and Justice in one night or Load and Reload? 53 to 47%. That's how close it came. That's really close. I thought it would be a landslide, Master Justice. I thought it'd be like 80, 20 ish. Right. 47% want to hear Load and Reload in one night instead of Justice and Puppets. Sometimes, Very surprised. Great vote, everyone. Sometimes I feel like people vote before they hear the episode and give us a chance to explain. True. But this time, I feel like people actually listen to the episode first. Either that or we're all just thinking the same thing. Like, hey, there's a bunch of songs off of Load and Reload that we haven't heard live. I don't want to hear Battery. I want to hear fucking Attitude. Battery is your favorite song ever. No, it's my overkilled, overplayed song currently. Yeah, I know. Most overrated, overkilled. Reload's 25 years old. Where'd those years go? Yeah, I... I Reload's 25 and Kirk is 60. (laughs) And next year, St. Anger's 20. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it all. That's a good point. 20 years of SCOM. 20 years since Phil. Phil. Phil, come back on and let's do commentary on SCOM. Kirk isn't looking bad for a 60-year-old. 60? Probably saw a picture of himself and had the old uh, Doc Brown reaction when he sees himself from the future. He goes, look at me. I'm an old man. (laughs) (laughs) But anytime someone says they're 60 or I hear someone 60, I'm like, God damn, that's getting up there. Now I I think of Kirk, I'm like, right now as I'm 41 years old, I think of Kirk being like, Late 40s. (laughs) Like, you think of them, they're just like late 40s, just kind of pushing that 50 hill, but god damn, they're all coming up on 60. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but I think when it comes to famous people, getting old is, it's not as bad. They have the money to keep themselves alive. (laughs) Look at Sylvester Stallone. Little, little... Massage three times a week, little uh, yoga instructor. You probably have a personal chef. Exactly. Stallone was at the last UFC pay-per-view event, and he's like in his mid-70s. And this dude's still out there fucking going to fights and wow, just making action movies. And it's like, what the hell are in your genes? That dude, most 75 or 73, however old he is. They need like walkers and canes and this motherfucker is like doing spinning back kicks and shit. The way I'm living, I'm hoping I make it to 50. Well, now that you're drinking the sun kiss zero sugar, that should extend you by a couple of years. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of on a diet right now. I'm not on your, your organ diet, but I've, I've cut some things out in the last couple of weeks. You should eat some meat and organs. It's good for you. I actually had a little scare a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did you? Didn't think I'd bring this up. Well, I'm I'm waiting to hear it now. Now I want to know. 
You can't you can't just drop a bomb like that and then just not tell us. I want to talk about Metallica and Funko Pops, not the fucking health issues I'm having. Well, and by the way, we're going to get to our Metallica themed Thanksgiving menu here in a couple of minutes, so everyone's dying to hear what this episode's actually about. Well, we're all hungry. They're all wet. <laughs> well, they're all wet. So well, if you, as I'm driving to your wedding mm-hmm. in Tropical Storm Nicole with the wipers on high for seven hours, man, <laughs> I had these like shooting pains from like right below your ass cheek to like right down to like your calf muscle. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking like, oh, that was a little muscle. I'm talking like an electric shock or someone lit a match inside the back of your leg. So I'm like, ooh, that's that's that ain't good. <laughs> what, you have like a blood clot or something? So I've been having like this nerve trouble. Oh. And nerve then, damage. Not to spoil your weekend, but there was a couple times on the dance floor at the reception, dude, I had these shooting and like electric pain so bad. I was like, it was fucking painful. I had to like go like walk it off and like <laughs> get another drink. <laughs> Damn. So that's where all the Tito's went. <laughs> all the Tito's went to those veins and nerves that are acting up. <laughs> so I'm dealing with that right now. The good news is is I I beat diabetes. <laughs> oh. You ever see those memes with like just huge people? Yeah. I beat diabetes. Well, that's good. Maybe no more that's a good thing. No more double bubble. This Sugar in double bubble. <laughs> the last two weeks, I've cut every piece of sugar out of my life that I can. Oh, wow. So the thing that scares the shit out of me is if you're diabetic, you can't be a pilot. So when you have that kind of scare, it's like, okay, time to have a little lifestyle change here. Yeah, time to reevaluate. Yeah. Oh, shit. Got my glucose have- levels tested. Got all the A1C, all the diabetes. That came all negative, not even close to that. So thank so God, you're good. That's, oh, that's my neighborhood concern. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Troubleshooting a little nerve issue. So I thought you were looking a little aggressive during creeping death. Now it makes sense <laughs> on your dance floor, right? <laughs> Killing firstborn. Ah, all that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Circling way back before we get to our Thanksgiving. Uh, Metallica styled theme here. I have to thank Chris Clark, Bobby Anand, Julian Figgy, Nicholas Belliard, and Matt Shaw. Die hard and podcast for all fans. They love talking Metallica. I'm not going to read their emails because it's it's just two guys going back and forth talking about Metallica. You would, be, you would be heavily <laughs> bored if I read their emails, but I do have one honorable mention. <laughs> Chris Clark, his wife, bless her heart, I met her at the Zazula show in Hollywood, Florida. Right. She wants to come on the show without Chris. Now, that oh. speaks volumes of what a listener she is. She's welcome. Send in an email and let us know. Dude, I already got her number. Don't tell don't tell Chris, but I got her email and her number. I got her digits, man. Ooh. And now the whole world knows. Yep. And when she comes on, I'm gonna give that information out over the airwaves. We're gonna make it public. 
I don't think Chris can be part of that episode. I think it should just be her. We'll get all the juice on Chris then. Hey, my name's Paul, and that's between y'all. I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> oh, last week, uh, my buddy spotted Lars at the airport in Kona, Hawaii. Even really? Got pic- even got a picture of him. With the little Danish guy, huh? With your little Danish friend trying to smoke hash out of the ground. Lars should have known better. That's pretty cool. So I can say I have a one and only picture of Lars. And he said he was pissed off, too. Lars of and his wife are, are by this Dodge minivan at the little private terminal in Kona. He's mad because he got a fucking caravan and he wanted a Chrysler Pacifica. He wanted he wanted the That's fully true. loaded. He wanted a Pacifica in the Pacific. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did not look happy, but he had his hat on um, frontwards. He's trying Jessica's to hide his face, huh? Trying to hide that bald spot. And Jessica's rocking a Zildjian cap. Zildjian. What does she know about Zildjian? He texted me. He's like, dude, I'm standing about 20 feet from your buddy. I'm like, where are you? He's like, Kona. And initially, I thought it was Kirk. I'm like, what? And he sends me the picture. I'm like, oh, Lars and Jess rocking Kona. Kirk's birthday party was last week, and so that's why I'm thinking they were out there. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. He was sniffing the white lines on the bread line. Jeez. <laughs> All right. We've gone full fucking tilt here. It's We thought this was going to be a short episode because everyone's got some Thanksgiving, um, what do you call it, Plans? commitment to get to. <laughs> no one has 45 minutes this week to listen to us on such a short week. It is a short week. So do you want to introduce what you and I have made into to live is to Thanksgiving? Well, we don't have an official title for this segment, but essentially we wanted to embody the tradition of Thanksgiving, but also put a little Metallica twist on it as well, because, well, let's face it, that's what this podcast is about. So the idea is... Favorite dishes, side dishes, desserts. I'm getting hungry already. I know, I'm starving. Um, I just told you I was on a diet. Now I'm getting hungry for all the desserts. Thanks, dude. Yeah, but you could get excited for things like turkey or, you know, things that are protein. And ham and gravy cause my nerve pain again. We'll find out. (laughs) There's not too much sugar in them. I'm literally going to be... I could be eating Thanksgiving dinner at God knows where solo this year. What's open on Thanksgiving that I can eat at by myself? Perkins, Denny's, or as I call it, Lenny's. Perkins isn't a bad idea. I literally could be eating solo Thanksgiving because I'm on call in Memphis all alone. I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm sorry. You're all to hear supposed that. to feel sorry for me and go, oh. Insert the oh sound clip right here. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Perkins. They have that chicken and bacon kind of. What do they call that? You know those chicken strips in the in the bun. That sandwich. Uh, I think so. Yeah. That's that's usually my go-to at Perkins with some ranch. You're not going to go to Denny's and get some moons over my hammy. I'm not a, I'm not a Denny's fan. It's like no Lenny's, much, huh? No, it's it's too too many too many too powdered greasy. eggs. I've never liked powdered eggs. <laughs> Denny's has always been dirty to me. Dirty, just like Burger King. Have you ever seen a clean Burger King in your life? Think about it. 
I'll still eat at some fucking Burger King, but like, have you ever seen a clean Burger King? That should have been the goddamn vote. I'm picturing flies the 947 different Burger Kings I've been to, and you are actually correct. There's never <laughs> been a clean Burger King in the no. history of Burger King. They're all a little raunchy. They are, but yet you still go get a Whopper anyways. I love their double cheeseburger. I just love their charbroiled shit. It's fucking liquid smoke, and we know it, but we still like it. Ain't got no smoke. <laughs> exactly. Ain't got no, ain't got no clean BK, Jeff. Yeah, well, McDonald's ain't got no smoke. Now that I think about it, Burger Kings are fucking nasty. They're disgusting. They probably have rats and roaches and all sorts of shit, but I'll still eat there. I still get some chicken fries. I even think of all the airport location BKs, and it's disgusting. Those those are those restaurants at the airport you can just see in. It's not really a restaurant, but you can see into the kitchen, Mm -hmm. and that that it never looks good back there. It's like the kids are saying nowadays, discussing or bussing. Well, Burger Burger King is bussing and discussing. Most T bells are pretty bad too. When you look back in there. Yeah, T-Bells are, they're, they're okay, but their grade D meat sometimes gets on the floor. It's like you're kind of looking around the cash register back at the oven, and you're like, where's the possum? White Castle used to be that way, but now there's actually some clean castles I've seen. You know I'm not a castle guy. That doesn't even make sense. I don't even understand your language. Maybe I'll go to White Castle on Thanksgiving and just take one for the team and report back where the possum was in the kitchen. Maybe they'll do a Thanksgiving slider. Turkey, cranberries. Oh, nice. talking. <laughs> well, shall we get to our Metallica-themed uh, Thanksgiving dishes? Let's see what's on the menu. Yes, I'm. I've been looking forward to this. I didn't. I didn't have to work hard on this at all. When you came up with the idea, I'm like, dude, my list is already made up in about four minutes. Well, I thought you know because we were going to try Two and keep it short. Flat. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's just do like a top three. So I do a top three, and then you let me know that you have a lot more than that. So I had to add a couple. My brain was, my brain was hitting on all cylinders earlier today. I got that insurance check, and like my mind just went nuts on creativity. Just to clarify, so people understand what we're doing here, our example was master of mashed potatoes. Yes, that's what you kick things off with with the idea. The idea. If got, everyone, got an if idea. anyone's wondering, Jeff had this idea. My idea was to listen to Lulu in its entirety, and it got shot down. So here we are talking about food. We'll do Lulu next week, next decade, next life. We'll do Lulu <laughs> in in the thirties. There we go. In the thirties. Think about that. We live in the twenties right now. It's fucking weird. You know when your grandparents say back in the forties and fifties. That's us now. And we finally and get to say we're going to be in the 30s. The future 30s. Sweet, dude. It's sweet. I like it. All right. Do you want to kick this off or do you want me to go through my list? I've got I've got main courses, sides, and a couple desserts. Well, let's kick it off. Let's see what you got, man. I'm, I'm really curious because I'm starving and this is okay. just going to make me more hungry. <laughs> I'm going to kick it off right out of the gate with my sweet amber potatoes that's so funny you said that because i actually had that but then deleted no. it i swear to god i had that on my list and i deleted it that that exact exact statement 
That's funny. Sweet amber potatoes. I'm I'm a, I'm more of a mashed potato guy, but when mashed potatoes came up with Master Puppets, I said I got to put a little twist on it. I knew you'd appreciate the same anger right out of the gate. I love it, and I do like some sweet potatoes. I've got some green bean casserole, but it's green hell beans casserole. <laughs> I love green bean casserole. People say that if you like green bean casserole, you're a serial killer. But I basically just picture really? myself as Jeffrey Dahmer, and I'm holding up a, a plate of green bean casserole saying, you're going to eat this, and then you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, why your apartment smell? <laughs> Well, it's some green bean casserole. I partied hardy. This is a total shout out to our friends in the Dakota, Nebraska area. Outlaw corn. Ooh, I like that. And you know, it's mm-hmm. funny because I was trying to think of one for corn, and that didn't even didn't even come up. That's good. Uh, you gotta. These are out of order, so i got to throw a little dessert in here. I don't eat dessert in the proper sequence either, so here we go. You just eat it when you're ready. Jello on fire. Jello on fire. That's J-E-L-L-O, just like Bill Cosby used to sing it on your television. Pudding pop. you got to have a turkey, right? For sure. There's got to be turkey at Thanksgiving. And I tried so hard to wrap <laughs> turkey into so many songs. And it just didn't work. So you only have one turkey. This is one turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Insert lame-ass family feud Shane ultimate fail buzzer here. No, that's a one turkey. Because when you think of the full dinner, whether you got four people or 20 people around the turkey, there's one turkey on the table. Oh, I told you we cooked it too long. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. It's just a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> the way that thing opened up, it's like. This turkey tastes half as good as it looks. <laughs> <laughs> I got to send you that video that Aaron Ginther sent me of the uh, the four of them out cutting the tree down. It's it. They light up. There's audio that comes out of it. They're like toys. They're like ornaments. It's fucking amazing. I need to get one of those. (sighs) Next up for one of my sides, stuffing cunts. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, stuffing cunts or stuffing stunts? (laughs) No, just stuffing cunts because I like stuffing on the side. (laughs) I know. Send your hate mail. I had, oh to, I had to make God. it somewhat, somewhat, somewhat cunning. <laughs> I got another uh, dessert for you. I got to wrap it up with dessert, and then I have a, um, I have an honorable mention. Ooh, pie, 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 my darling. Oh, that's great. I like that. That came to me in a nanosecond. Fucking around in the backyard today. That's my favorite one. Okay, <laughs> I like that one. And you, you know that uh, one of your great old aunts or grandma, you got to have an old person, an old woman in the kitchen because grandmas and old school aunts really know how to make the best buns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if someone in their 30s or 40s said, oh, I brought the buns or the croissants, 
You're in they, for... They're terrible compared to the to what some 80-year-old right. made because grandma and the old aunts, the, the old ladies know what's going on with the buns. Or you get like you and the croissants, mm, buttery and flaky. Yes. God damn, and I'm hungry. And there's also, there's always a corner or a little spot where it's just a little dark where it just got a little toasty in the oven. Mm-hmm. So you got to mm-hmm. have your blackened buns. Blackened buns. <laughs> and there you go. Shane's oh, 2022 man. solo dinner at Perkins this Thursday in Memphis. <laughs> Maybe you'll get half of that and it'll taste half Dude, as good as it sounds. I, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, I have, let's see, I have five kind of food items and then a dessert. Okay. So you're starting... going in order. You're really playing by the family rules. Well, I'm not really, I don't know if I'm going in order. This is no particular order. This is just how I wrote it down. So the first one I got, we've got Harvester of Stuffing. Nice. Got to do, got to do, gotcha. And specifically, my mother in law stuffing. She adds like mushrooms and all sorts of you know added stuff to it. Oh, it's some, loaded. Some Italian sausage and just she. Of course, she cooks with oh, lots and lots of butter, Italian so it's amazing. Sausage. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's the greatest <sighs> stuffing I've ever had in my life. It's probably my favorite thing to eat at Thanksgiving. So it's a loaded stuffing. Delicious. I like it. Next up, we've got of cranberries and man. <laughs> All right, then. You got to have some cranberries with the turkey. I, I don't mind, you know, the actual berries in the sauce, but I actually, as gross as it is, I like the jelly canned cranberries on top of my turkey. I prefer to have dark meat turkey. So, you know, if I'm eating white meat turkey, it's got to have the cranberries mm-hmm. on there because it gets a little dry in the in the lighter areas. Now, what's the man part of that? You, the man sitting at the table? Yeah, you know, eating my turkey and my cranberries. Use the man by Megadeth. Cryptic you, writings. Use the man. Yep. I had to have mashed potatoes in there somewhere. And, of course, in our example. <laughs> I love it. It was already used, so I had to come up with a new one. So we've got some kind of mashed potatoes. Some kind of mashed. <laughs> I thought you were going to say obey your potatoes. Obey your mashed potatoes. Threw the scum in there, dude. Nicely done. Had to have some scum. And then, of course, we do have the main event, the main course, which is to live is to turkey. Way better than one turkey. <laughs> I like that one, though. That was funny. <laughs> I was stretching hard on that, going, this is going to be an epic fail. Well, my next one might to be... To live is to turkey. To live is to turkey. But my next one might be an epic fail or sound just goofy as hell, because what do you this put on... This isn't the dessert. Nothing the dessert, but what do you put on okay. top of the mashed potatoes, the some kind of mashed potatoes, the to live is to turkey with of cranberries and man? You gotta have some garage gravy. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> I like that, dude. And then, of course, to finish it off, welcome home apple pie. Oh, I like your theme because it went in the order that you eat the meal. I was just all over the fucking table. I like that. I guess I didn't even think about it that way. Now that you say that, it yeah, like because when I was thinking about it, I guess I was thinking about as I'm going down the the table or the big, you know, mm-hmm. the spread, spread, and what am I grabbing at each moment? I like that, man. 
I thought you were going to say the gravy that failed. Oh, that would have been better. See, garage gravy, I just thought sounded kind of gross. It kind of like makes you think the gravy's coming from the back of Burger King. Yeah, like what's in the corner there of that fucking... We scraped this out of that grease truck that shows up every Tuesday to drain the grease out of the back burner. <laughs> the grease trap. <laughs> Gross. Now, for bonus points, what are you drinking? Oh, shit. I'd have to come up with off the top of my head. Uh, we're totally gonna, on the spot. We're going to do... Atlas Rise Apple Cider. Damn. That was that was well done. <laughs> I was waiting for an epic fail like whiskey in the jar or something. No, whiskey in the jar. <laughs> I was going to be like, does, nope, that doesn't count. That deserves a golf clap, though. <laughs> Apples. We'll, we'll just apple call cider. It, we'll just call it Atlas Apple Cider. I think we're on to something. Every, every holiday, we'll have the old Apple meal rolled out. Christmas will be fun because it's a little bit you can you can Christmas go, is different. You can go in multiple directions with that. You can go with the the prime rib, you can go with the ham, mm-hmm. you can go with even a turkey. Mhm. Oh yeah, we're doing it for for Christmas. Even the Judas Kiss Pizza Parlor. Ooh, I like that. On New Year's it would be like what's at the bar with top shelf liquor. Whiskey in the jarro. Yeah, well, we could get creative with New Year's. What's what comes after that? Does Valentine's Day count? Uh, Easter, St. Uh, Patty's Day would be some good beer. From beer, yeah, yep, we should have beer. a beer menu, and then you've got Fourth uh, uh, of July, Memorial, Memorial Day. Day, Memorial, and then Fourth, and then and Labor Day, Labor Day, and then Halloween. Yeah, we an APFA drink. Be- food and beverage menu coming to an episode near you. I like it. We should have guests on for those. Yeah, let's get someone on for the Christmas one. That could get interesting. Mike Mueller, what are you drinking on the 4th of July? And go. He's drinking a Metallica McCafe. I got a McCafe off of Route 61 just west of Mascuda. <laughs> Master of McCafes. Meanwhile, I'm sniffing up the white lines. <laughs> I think we're going to rename this episode Sniffing the White Lines. Dancing on the holiday table with the one turkey. (laughs) What didn't we cover? Mail, voting, food and drink, sniffing the white lines, ain't got no smoke. One more question before. Thanksgiving, Funko Pops, Reload, Kirk's oldest shit. Hardwired six years old, by the way. Lars is in Hawaii. We haven't seen any posts from him. Severely disappointed. Lars, we know you're listening, so what are you and Jess doing there? Just come out and be honest. Or else I'm going to post a picture of you pissed off by that caravan. Right. And then I'm posting that be, picture anyway. You're getting put on blast, Lars. Well, I do have one more question, one more thing that we forgot to discuss. Oh, shit. Are you going to the the upcoming show after... Having such an amazing show, you know, the Johnny Z show, do you think that you can even muster up the the courage, the energy to do another one, or are you just retired? I need a drum roll. I, bleh, I need a drum roll. No. Woo! There you have it, folks. Shane is not going 
And while the I'm drum roll you either. just did was like Christmas vacation before he plugs in the lights. Yeah, I should have done it like the grandparents. He's spitting his dentures around and then you hear the cymbals fall. Instead of a cymbal crash, the cymbal hits the ground. Uh, Shane Obershaw is not going to All Within My Hands December 16th in Los Angeles. Well, it's probably because it smells like pee there. I told you last week that the Zazula show was in my top five of about a hundred shows I've seen. Um, Nothing I kind of will top it. I kind of want to ride that high for a while, to be honest with you. He's like the rest of forever. Forever. And, and, and you know me, that's unlike me. Because have, how many shows have I seen in the last two years? You've seen that a I lot. said I'm going to. I'm like I've all those shows we've talked about. I've almost been at most of those. You've seen a lot of things. You've heard a lot of songs, and it's maybe it's time to just take a break. There's a little break coming up. Um, had some generous offers from and podcast for all alumni and listeners with extra tickets to the show because they're very hard to come by. Yeah. Uh, December is busy for me. Not that that's an excuse, but the Zazula show is just, it was that fucking good. And I'm not in a mood to go to LA and hear some acoustic shit. I'm just not in the mood to do the, I've seen it before. I don't want to see Greta Van Fleet for time number 18. I don't want to see Greta unplugged. I just aren't digging that vibe. That's a first time on podcast for all for me to say that. Hmm. Yeah, well, I didn't even go to this show, and I'm not digging the vibe either, so <laughs> I'm with you, just, brother. Just from the review from Florida, you're like, yep, I'm high on that show still. I'm not digging the vibe. Come on. Trapped, Cthulhu, Phantom, Blitz, and now we're going to go hear disposable, shitty version acoustic. I'm out. Black in 2020, maybe? That's a good song. That's a terrible song. It's a great song. And we're done. Thank you and good night. <laughs> uh, it might have something to do with I'm working my tail off in December. Um, I'm trying to get my house put back together. I've got nerve pain in my leg and the holidays are busier than shit. And you and I are not going to skip a week for the podcast. And time expired and I'm not going to Los Angeles. And there's my answer. Cool. I like it. That was a good answer. It's just, it doesn't have me excited. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I definitely, I get it. It's terrible timing. It's something I've seen before. And I'm I'm just not like, oh, fuck yeah, within my hands, acoustic, awesome. Now, Johnny Z is, was fucking awesome from the second it was announced. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be one of the greatest shows ever. And it was. Well, they always do this show around the holiday season, too. It's like, come on. You know people are busy. Hell of a time to take a piss, Arnie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. I hope you had a hell of a piss, Arnold. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's what it was. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100%, 100% of your ass. your ass. Fucking Judge Reinhold. I want to get him on the podcast. 
So to answer everyone's email, that's emailed in podcastforallgmail.com asking where I'm going to be and if we can hang out for that weekend. No, we cannot. <laughs> Nothing personal, but uh, I will be in the the 16th. That's a Friday. That weekend I'm home. I will be in Southwest Florida. Sorry. Looking forward to hearing about it and having a guest on the show to talk all about it. And I'm sure you and I will have a lot to talk about because usually those special shows have a ton of videos and footage to watch. I thought you were going to say you were going to be in South Africa. Maybe a set list prediction for that one. Maybe your Dream No More acoustic set list, Jeffrey. Now, I like that. I don't want to do another set list prediction, at least not for that show, because really how... how uh... But there's a theme. It's acoustic. I like the idea of doing the Dream No More acoustic. Now, that that's something I may be interested in. Opening up with Mama Said and closing with uh, Green Hell. <laughs> Green Hell acoustic. <laughs> yeah. Green Hell beans, remember? I Casserole. Like beans. I like beans. What more do you want to chat about? An hour. We said we we're going to keep this short because it's a holiday. Everyone right now is in their car driving to grandma's house listening to you and I for an hour when it should have been about 37 minutes total. Don't worry. Next week we'll do a shorter episode or maybe we won't, but we can be done for tonight. I'm I'm good. I talked about everything I needed to talk about. Whew, I am bushed. My I'm dogs bu- are barking tonight. <sighs> if you guys could see, I'm waving my socks around right now. <laughs> <laughs> best thanksgiving movie ever planes trains and automobiles go oh, without everyone. without a doubt maybe we should do along with our menu maybe we should do like a top five best christmas movies too once we get to that time because man there's some great ones out there one christmas story two christmas vacation three christmas story four christmas vacation five christmas vacation done tune in next week folks Notice how I did not say Elf, Santa, or Die Hard. Elf can stay out. I do like it, but it's not a top five. Terrible. Even though I think it's actually been voted the greatest Christmas movie of all time. You've got to be kidding me. I swear to God, look it up. Google. No. Google doesn't I, lie. Don't. Are you one of those people that already has your Christmas tree up? No, it's not up. Okay, good. You got to get past Thanksgiving before we dive into this shit. There's some stuff up, but it's not all up. But not the tree. You don't have light, lights all over the house. The tree won't come until the weekend after Thanksgiving. Thank God. That's usually, I think, yeah, it's usually when we do it. I don't like decorations that don't match the holiday. I mean, Christmas and Thanksgiving kind of go hand in hand, but I don't know. When I saw, I think Bob posted something about it, putting up Christmas decorations in November. I'm like, well, what about putting up Halloween decorations in September? Like, is That's it, fine. What's you, don't have any, di- you don't have any holidays coming up. What's the difference? You need Thanksgiving to and Christmas respect are the pilgrims before you respect the North Pole. So what, we should put up some fucking, like, turkey pictures? <laughs> gobble, gobble. on that note we're out folks happy thanksgiving dude happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving to the listeners happy thanksgiving pizzle bye pizzle bye pizzle hope you have a good dinner pizzle hope you have a great dinner i wonder if he's using the dodge ram to go get the turkey do you already have your turkey at pizzle hey 
when you hear this, text us and let us know if you already are cooking as you listen to this. I love turkeys in the Dodge Ram. It's getting too close. Your day of impression. Sorry. I got to go now. I'm getting scared. Don't get fucking scared. I'll see you later, man. All right, later. Okay, see you. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. Bye, Fizzle. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.